Axis Mundi. Straight White American Jesus. My name is Brad Onishi, and I am Associate Professor of Religious Studies at Skidmore College. And uh, I'm going to have, like I did last week, a shorter episode today, just because we are uh, working hard to curate our new series, A History of the Religious Right Since 1960, and that will debut on May 26th. I will be here Friday with Dan for the weekly roundup, but for the moment, I wanted to talk about uh, evangelicalism and individualism, and I wanted to talk about that in the context of COVID-19. I am, uh, for the moment, living in my home state of California, and I know many people across the country envision California as a kind of bastion of liberal politics and culture, and uh, in many ways it is, but there are significant pockets of this state uh, which have uh, very long and wide conservative histories. Uh, And uh, that brings up something that happened yesterday, Yesterday, there were protests in Orange, uh, which is in Orange County, about 30 miles from L.A., uh, uh, to reopen the state. They were protests against Governor Newsom's stay-at-home directives and um, protests against the, the need to uh, keep the economy closed. Now, something we're going to go into in our new series is just how Orange County, uh, California, was in fact an epicenter for the conservative political and religious uh, revolutions in uh, the 60s and 70s that really have shaped the contemporary evangelical scene. Uh, You'll be hearing more about this uh, in our series. But for now, I just wanted to say it might be be surprising to you to see protests in California, uh, a place that many have um, noticed has flattened the curve. There have been significantly less deaths here than one might have thought uh, when the pandemic started. And uh, in many ways, Governor uh, Governor Newsom and other leaders of the state have been praised for their quick and decisive action. However, not everyone is happy. I think it is a small minority, uh, and the protesters have gained more attention than uh, than their numbers uh, might uh, convey. There were only about a hundred folks in Orange, but um, again, they were protesting the uh, the need to stay home, and uh, this is not unlike protesters all over the country. One of the things I wanted to get to here is that um, there is a thoroughgoing infusion of individualism and self-reliance in evangelical Christianity and in conservative politics in this country. One of the central myths of both contemporary white evangelicalism and the uh, GOP is a personal responsibility, libertarian approach to free market capitalism. There is a myth that says if you're a responsible person, a hardworking person, then you will get ahead then you will have a good life. This corresponds to uh, a brand of Christianity that says if you are uh, working hard and doing what God wants, then God will bless you. Well, as we'll talk about in our series uh, in the next month or so, this kind of gospel found a, a home in Orange County. And so for me, when I saw the protests in Orange, I wasn't all that surprised. Um, This corresponds with the fact that uh, evangelicals are more likely than any other religious group in the country to be defying uh, stay-at-home orders in order to uh, attend live church services. So Paul Jupe, who uh, was a guest of our program and uh, is uh, one of the founders of Religion in Public, did some work with uh, Ryan Burge, who has also been on the program, and a few others. 
And uh, they did a survey uh, at the end of March, beginning of April. And uh, here are the results. I quote, yes, they do. Evangelicals are more likely to report worshiping in person in states with no restrictions, as well as states with religious restrictions. In both cases, almost a third of church attending evangelicals reported attending worship in person. In states with some religious restrictions, far fewer evangelicals report in-person worship, only 16%. Evangelicals' behavior stands in contrast with non-evangelicals, among whom only about 10% report worshiping in person and without much variation across levels of state restrictions. So what Jupe really shows us here and, um, is that evangelicals are the group most likely to be defying the stay-at-home orders. And uh, as I pointed out, uh, it did not surprise me that the protest uh, yesterday was in Orange, which is in Orange County, and is a bastion of not only evangelicalism, but also uh, a bastion of libertarian politics, going all the way back to the Goldwater campaign of 1964 and uh, even prior to that. This myth of, this myth of uh, personal responsibility, this uh, libertarian ethos that if you're uh, responsible and uh, you do what God wants and you take care of yourself and your family, then you will be blessed. That myth has its legs taken out by the collective action of stay-home orders. This may seem like an obvious point, friends, and I, I get that, but I think it's, it's something that can be lost in all the hubbub and noise about the pandemic and uh, plans to reopen uh, and so on and so forth. There's a very obvious point here. If everyone is at home and that the staying at home is a collective action, we are all in this together, we are all suffering, then what it does is undercut the idea that if you work hard and you take care of yourself, then you will not suffer. You will not be economically destitute. You will not uh, be out of luck when it comes time for rent. The collective action of stay-at-home orders uh, completely undermines the myth of hard work and bootstraps leading to prosperity. I think that's a sort of on an instinctual level, something we should not miss here. Thanks for listening to this free preview of our Swag episode. In order to get access to the full episode and so much more, Become a Straight White American Jesus premium subscriber by clicking the link in the show notes. It'll take you like two clicks, I promise. In addition to getting access to this episode, you'll have access to the entire Swag archive, over 550 episodes. You'll also get an extra episode every month, ad-free listening, Discord access, and so much more. All that for less than six bucks a month, and it helps us keep our flag up and continue to safeguard democracy from religious nationalism, extremism, and rising authoritarianism. Check it out. It's not hard, I promise. 